Welcome to this episode of Kendall County Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or CICADA. I'm the Coalition Coordinator for Kendall County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kendall County, and to connect people. I have lived in Kendall County most of my life, and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful, and thank you for listening. Hello, guys. Today, we're going to talk with Danielle Johnson. She's the data coordinator at the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness. Uh, So thank you for joining us today, Danielle. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Awesome. So we are going to jump right into the questions. Um, What has been your most enjoyable job so far and how old were you? And like I said earlier, if it's your most current job, you do not have to reveal your age. I don't mind uh, revealing my age, but (laughs) the most enjoyable job that I had was working for Haynes Brands at the San Marcos Outlet. So I was a certified bra fitter and expert. Um, It was just enjoyable because you get to interact with different ladies and help them find a good fitting bra. I know that's really too much information, but no, good bra is very... (laughs) very important so that's my most enjoyable job and I think I was I was in college so it's like 20 to 25 so I was there for a long time yeah well that's I would have never thought that that would have been your most enjoyable job so you you surprised me on that one that's awesome (laughs) I love whenever you get you know I've had interviewed so many people and you know some you know a lot of times people say oh it's you know my most current job which you know I I can understand but it's like whenever you have those random jobs that you had like when you were in college or when you were in high school you know you realize as you you know get through college and you start your career and everything you, re- you start to realize like how enjoyable that job actually was. Like at the time you, it might not actually, you might kind of dread going to work or something like that. But now, like now you can look back and be like, Hey, I really enjoyed that job. That was awesome. That was an awesome job. <laughs> yeah. It's prevention sort of, you know, <laughs> different kind of prevention, right? Yeah. You know, breast <laughs> health is important and, and you know, prevention, having good fitting bro. That's awesome. Okay, so what is your role in Kendall County and what are you passionate about right now? So my role in Kendall County is actually the data coordinator, as Aubrey mentioned. Um, I oversee 28 counties, so I disseminate information to different organizations about 28 counties and Kendall County is one of the organizations that I oversee. And so I'm really passionate about getting data for everybody. (laughs) And that's kind of like my whole job, right? But (laughs) certain counties, such as Kendall County, is very small in number. It's hard to find data that represents the county as a whole. So I'm really excited to try to talk to people in the area and see what's going on there and see how the Prevention Resource Center can assist in what they're needing in prevention efforts. Yes, and that's such a huge thing. Um, and I'm sure Danielle is going to talk about it, you know, multiple times. Um, anybody that needs data, um, reach out to her because she knows what she's doing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, she's passionate about it. So anybody who's listening to the podcast, 
Uh, if you have any needs for data, please reach out to Danielle and she will be happy to help. So why are you passionate about this? So for me, um, getting data was something that I kind of fell into. Okay. <laughs> to give you some backstory. So um, in my master's program, we were doing a lot of um, data analysis and implementation plans. So I have a master's in public health. That's part of our coursework. And so um, the program that I implemented actually was prevention based as far as um, substance use and misuse, as well as coping with trauma. And I named the program Breakthrough. And so part of that implementation plan was collecting data, also creating a budget plan and a SWOT analysis to see how that program would be beneficial to the community. And so really my passion for collecting data is to make sure that we can use that data to provide services or treatments or resources, if you will, to those who are in need. Interesting. You just fell into it. Yeah, just fell, <laughs> fell into it. That's awesome. You know, so I've, you know, I've heard of, you know, the the program, you know, for public health and masters in public health, but I've never really known much about it. And so it's really interesting to kind of learn the insight um, of what the actual program is, is kind of like. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot more to it, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I didn't know that data was, you know, so important in the program so that's it's really cool really interesting so if anybody is listening to the podcast and is interested in and in, uh, mental health and public health uh just understand that you will be start, starting to love data i guess is kind of yeah. a good way they put it yeah uh, it's it's you know data is one of those things where you know it's really good to have but if you, you kind of have to have the brain for it. And, and Danielle, you definitely have the brain for it. And, you know, I, I, def, I don't, but I, I can appreciate the, I can appreciate, you know, somebody who has the mindset um, and the understanding of data and can utilize it and understand it. Because sometimes I look at, you know, some of the graphs or some of the things I'm just <laughs> like, I need help. I don't, you know, yeah. so that it, I, I am jealous of you for that. So that is an amazing talent I guess it's not really even a gift you know it's a it's a talent I guess it could be both but that's amazing thank you I know it's intimidating I actually helped my mom with her data analysis for her doctoral program like a long time ago yeah (laughs) like stats is just a beast for everybody and really understanding what those numbers mean you know you'll see something on a graph that has like confidence interval and all these Mm -hmm big terms. So my job is really to make sure that everyone understands those numbers that I'm putting out there and they can use them effectively. That's amazing. Okay. So next question is when did you get, and you kind of talked about this a little bit, but when did you get involved um, with, with data and with, you know, substance use prevention and why is it important for the community to, to know this? So I first got involved heavily, I would say, with data um, at my job, which is another random job. I worked as a assistant principal secretary for one of the local high schools in San Antonio. And um, and it was my 
coming back home job. <laughs> so originally I stayed in San Marcos in Austin doing research up there. So doing data heavily was more so working at a high school as secretary, um, documenting different incidences in regards to suspensions and ISS and discipline and things. And then when I went to another school as a curriculum instruction, um, education is very data-driven. I had no idea about this. Of course, my mom's a teacher, but, you know, doing data as far as in education was something totally different for me. And so that's when I really got heavily involved in data. As far as substance use prevention, this is my first time. Um, I do have like familial dispositions to mm -hmm. substance misuse and abuse and things of that nature. But really working in the field, this is my first time working in the field. So it's really important that we understand data just so it could help us do so many things. Um, coming from education, it helps teachers develop curriculum. And by develop curriculum, it's more so tailoring it to their students' needs. So they have like a lot of discipline data that's submitted to um, the Texas Education Agency that they use that data to kind of figure out what's going on with the student what are they needing? Also, you know, what different levels of communication that the students needing as well. Um, the data that I collect, it helps uh, our coalitions kind of bring forth different programs for the community. And that's really important. So if we have all these numbers, which, you know, we said data is very intimidating and all these charts and yes. graphs. Um, it's just making sure that the bottom line is like, there's an issue or there's not an issue, what can we do better? Or how can we improve upon or what we're already doing? That's why it's important to understand data or be data literate, if yes. you will. Yes. Wow, you put that so amazingly. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. Um, I'm like, okay, interview's over, that's it. That was just beautifully put. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to change gears. And of course, you know, we have to ask a question about COVID. Um, so how has COVID impacted your work? And so this can be both positive and or negative. Yeah. So I was working from home um, during COVID. Um, before working at Sakata, I was working with the school system. And so having that brief shift <laughs> working from home, uh, it was kind of like a shocker to me. And then, you know, I, now I like it. I enjoy working from home. If I don't have to go to the office, I'm <laughs> <Yes>. not going. <laughs> you know, um, unless exactly. I really, really need to go. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I do miss is being in the office and seeing people or talking yes. to people. I mean, um, you know, seeing them virtually is great, but seeing them face-to-face right. -face is nicer, you know, and I'm a hugger too. So that's yeah. that's kind of hard for me not to right. hug people unless they're like, I'm okay with hugs and I'm fully vaccinated or something right. <laughs> like that. Yes, and it changes, it changed the conversation though too, is, you know, it, it, asking, you know, it, it, have it, have, being okay with asking the question of, you know, if somebody's vaccinated or not, if you can hug them. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I was never really a big hugger. 
I mean, you know, I will hug people who are huggers because I understand, but COVID has like changed me (laughs) in that sense where that human touch, I, you know, I thrive on it a lot more. I mean, I'm an extrovert in general, so I love being around people, but I was never just, I was just not a really big hugger and, and now it has changed me and now I'm a hugger and I'm just like, I haven't seen you in forever. (laughs) And I just, you know, hug people. So it's, it's interesting how it has, it has changed me. So sorry, I interrupted you. So no, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's changed me too. Cause now, you know, you have to make sure you're staying to those boundaries. Right. Um, I mean, of course I would ask before just giving people hugs, you know, cause that may not be okay you know so it's like you really now have to respect those boundaries it's like no don't touch me or you're okay to touch me or fist bump or you know setting those healthy boundaries so I guess that's a good thing you know respecting boundaries yeah having that permission having that consent like is it is this okay yeah that's true I didn't think about it like that that's a good point so is there anything that I missed? Do you have any upcoming events that you would like to discuss with the podcast? Um, our Epi work group will be in May. So reach out to Aubrey for more information on that. And so an Epi work group is basically a data work group <laughs> where we give um, presentations on different trends that are happening in a community. So if you see certain trends that are happening, definitely share that with us because that helps us in the work that we do. And I promise not to make it super (laughs) data heavy. Um, You know, it's just talking about like, maybe these many people or, you know, are you seeing a trend in an increase of something, you know, just something light uh, that we'll try to have. (laughs) And so just come um, join our newsletter as well Um, and you can sign up for that if you go to www.prcregion8.org so we're an extension of Cicada uh, the Prevention Resource Center so we're actually a data repository we were a literature clearinghouse before and so now we're just most likely collecting data and disseminating it out yes and I will say, as somebody who does come to the Epi work groups and is very intimidated by data, <laughs> I think you and Marcus really do a great job, um, and Gina, of course, um, that y'all do a really great job of not of not only presenting the data that you are wanting to share with us, and and just so everybody knows, this is data that is uh, related to substance use. Of course, you know that's a big thing that we're a part of, but also now. There's, there's a lot of information on mental health issues that has really come about more since COVID. So that's, it's been interesting to kind of see the different data that's coming about. And, and y'all do such a great job of, of laying it out to where we can understand. And, you know, there's plenty of time, you know, at the end to ask questions so that we, that we can fully grasp, you know, what you are, what you are trying to, you know, tell us. And I think, you know, that's a, biggest part of communication is not only, you know, telling, you know, have the message being sent, but also, you know, as the speaker, the the listener, we understand. And and I love that we have that time to where we can ask those questions. Sometimes I feel like I ask these like silly questions and are probably just like rolling your eyes, like, okay, Aubrey's got another weird question, (laughs) but it it, it makes me feel better that I can ask the questions and you guys are so kind and 
and answering the questions to where I can understand it. So it, whenever I leave an epi work group, I feel prepared. I feel like there's a lot of, you know, information that I have learned. Um, I feel like I, you know, am able to understand the message that you guys are trying to convey. So lots yeah. of great information at the epi work group. So I encourage everybody who is listening, um, you know, email me and I will make sure that you get the correct, the exact day in May and uh, the time and the Zoom link as well, because it's it's going to be virtual, correct? Yes, it is okay. virtual and it's a lunch and learn. So like have lunch with us and we'll talk about what's going on. Awesome. Okay. So last question. Um, how can somebody listening to the podcast connect with you? So you can email me. Uh, my email is djohnson at cicada.org. Or you can just check it out on our website, which is uh, www.prcregion8.org. There you can also request data or any presentations that you may need. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Danielle, for meeting with me today and being on the podcast. I'm going to have your information down below so that anybody can contact you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody, we're going to do things a little bit differently from here on out. Before we close out this episode, I wanted to give the opportunity to the listeners to email questions you might have from this episode. Um, Also, if you have another topic you would like to learn about from the person we interviewed this month, or if you have a suggestion for a future episode, please reach out through email. You can email me at coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741 or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.